G'day guys, welcome back to another Fedicum episode. Um, we ran it back with the legend herself, Asia, who owns the, the fashion label, Asia, based here in Melbourne. You guys would have seen her previous episode that we've done with her two years ago. Um, you might have not seen her because she had a face blurred. But this time, she doesn't have a face blurred. Uh, so we touched on a couple of things regarding a recent Australian Fashion Week, her headlining the event. Um, she doesn't think she did, but yeah, she headlined the event. Uh, we also touched upon the concept of having an ego, the idea of creativity um, when designing, as well as AI, a bit of self-development. Um, but this is honestly an episode not to be missed. Kind of long, but I'm sure you guys will um, enjoy it. Peace. Alright, we're going to do take two because um, <laughs> I've got my little cousin in the studio today just showing her a little bit about the, the behind the scenes of fair income. Um, mm. So if you see a bit of disruption or loud noises in the background, they're just going to allow it type of thing. Mm. But guys, welcome back to another fair income episode. Um, we've got another familiar guest. We had you, RC about two years ago on the podcast. Yeah, I remember during COVID times, there was yeah. in-between lockdowns and stuff. And this time, Asia is no longer anonymous, so you will see <laughs> Asia. Uh, we've had a million questions about, oh, why she got her face blurred? Why she got her face blurred? You know? Something was wrong with it now. Um, but how you been? You been well? Alhamdulillah. Been really You're good. You're coming off like a pretty... Hectic week. Yeah, hectic week. Coming yeah. back from Sydney. How's it been adjusting? My vo- I don't know if you can tell my voice yeah. is definitely... I'm tired still. Um, yelling at people, <laughs> get in line. No, I think there was a lot of talking, not even yelling, but mm. there was way more talking and there's been a lot of meetings and just non-stop and exhaustion. Like, you know, I've had sleepless nights. 100%. Yeah. So two years ago when we last got you on, which was 2021, if I'm not... I, I can't know. even remember. Was it Probably like our it? second female guest or something along those lines. So, well, groundbreaking in the fair income side. We, I think we only had Monique, a psychologist. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, but at that time, I think you would have done a couple of Melbourne fashion weeks. And in the last two years, you've now gone to Sydney yeah. and done two back-to-back Australian fashion weeks. Yeah. What's that been like? Um, okay. There's it, fashion is so... Um, like, if you're in the industry, you understand it. If you're not, you don't understand it. Mm. So Melbourne Fashion Week is... A local fashion week. It's sure. not. It's not an official fashion week. Yeah, yeah. Australia Fashion Week is the official fashion week of Australia. So mm. that's like the schedule and everything. Yeah. Because we're international. You know, I need to bring it closer a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, Australia Fashion Week is the official fashion week yeah. of Australia. That's where um, international buyers, international media, everyone comes to that. That's the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, Melbourne Fashion Week is more of a government-run. Okay. And then there's Melbourne Fashion Festival, which is also different to Melbourne Fashion Week. Sure. But Australia Fashion Week, I did it last year, but not as my, as myself. It was because I won the next gen, like the next generation of designer for yeah. Australia. Like there was four winners. And so that was a group show, four of us. Yeah. And that's the same thing in Melbourne. Even though it's not a, um, a winning thing, we do group shows. So okay. they never just do like individual um, designers unless they're like really big or yeah. something. Um so what's, yeah. the, what's, so what's the process behind it? So, like, let's just say if I was to start my own, like, whatever, fair income label or something, yeah. how do they scout who comes to Melbourne Fashion Week? And then, like... <laughs> I mean, it depends. Is that like I a scouting process? They, I think, you know, for me personally, yeah. I, like, you can apply. I think there is a system to apply to show in the Fashion Week, but 
I don't know how that would work for me because yeah. they, the manager for Melbourne Fashion Week at the time, the the main event, she was like emailed me. She's like, hey, I've been following you for like a year, yeah, and, nice. and she's like, I really like your stuff. Would you like to be part of like Melbourne Fashion Week? And then we had a meeting and stuff mm. in Collins Street, but that. I was like, how did you even know? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it was it was an invitation. The same thing with Australia Fashion Week; it's an invitation as well. So you can't. There's no application for Australia Fashion Week, but I think Melbourne Fashion Week there is. Mm-hmm. You can apply and try your luck. Yeah, and then, you know. What's the difference in feeling when you get invited to, like, let's say Melbourne Fashion Week, and Australian Fashion Week? It's like a step, like. Like it, the both are the same in a way in terms of how I felt because yeah. when I first got invited to Melbourne Fashion Week, I was like, "Are you serious? Like, yeah. I've just been posting things on Instagram. I'm not even like a real designer yeah. like that. Uh, this is things that I like, and I didn't even want to do it. I was so scared. I was like, yeah. oh my god! Like, I've never done runway, and mm. it's not runway as in your own community runway. This is like professional grade. Yeah. There's stylists involved. There's m- real models involved. The height of the clothes change. Every like. And I was like, I can't do it. And the lady, she was really nice. She's amazing, actually. She's like, you don't have to do the commercial stuff that you sell. Do the things that you like as a designer mm. that, you know, that are not going to be whatever commercial yeah. you call it. And I was like, you're right. She's like, you don't even have to necessarily sell it. You have to just, you can sell it as like made to order. Because yeah. some of the stuff on the runway are quite expensive that I like anyway. Yeah. So she convinced me to like do it. I was scared. To the do same it your way, basically, yeah. Like she's like, because every designer has aesthetics. You know what you like. You know what you can do. It was more of like, can I do it, especially mm-hmm. in front of the whole world? Mm. Yeah. Wait. So what? Are you, what are you fearing? Is it the fact that um, not fear well, per se? Not but fear. Is it, would yeah, you say it's the the acceptance from the industry? Not just the acceptance from the industry. I, well, for me, it wasn't the acceptance from the industry. It was more of like, can I actually do things that I think are good enough on the runway? Because yeah. I look at all the other designers and I'm like, that's great and that's not good. No, that, yeah. you know. So it was more of, can I actually do things that I think are good enough on the runway? To be honest, at the time, I thought it was good, but now I know I was like, Ugh, you know, yeah. like, like it wasn't good enough. Exactly. For me, even even now, even right away after Fashion Week, <laughs> even right now, I think it wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm like. I can do better. I know I can, yeah. but I'm I'm limited in resources and stuff. So 100%. But that opportunity was like, just do your best. Yeah. Exactly, and it just fell into your lap, and it's yeah. Like exactly. And that was another thing. Even okay, so let's say Melbourne Fashion Week, I did it, and then I I skipped one year because like I wasn't really getting along with the stylist that yeah. had because I didn't know the stylists have autonomy, in yeah. st- and she didn't want to put hijabs on the model. She's like, I'm not like a fan or whatever, and I was like, like. I was like, no, I really want to put a hijab on. And then I was still young, a little bit in my mind, in how I thought what a hijab is and yeah. it's not. And I was like, but I'm the only Muslim person that's ever had a show. Why yeah. would you not want to use my scarves? Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, fine, we'll we'll do couple, we'll do six. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll be fine with that because it's my first show ever. Yeah. And then on the night before we showed her how to do it and everything, on the runway, she didn't do one bit of yeah. what we agreed on. It was a surprise to me. Yeah. I was like, so there's a lot of the styles that you pre-planned for the model So the stock. styles, the clothes were on it, but it's yeah. just she didn't do the scarves the way I wanted to. She didn't even do them at all. because, yeah. And then it would have been a, not a bigger problem if I didn't know she didn't like it. Yeah. It's because I knew she didn't want it. And then so the next year I said, look, I'm not doing it. I complained to management. I said, look, I'm not doing it. I didn't like the way she treated me. Yeah. I That was such a, like, a rude thing to do. Yeah. Anyway, it was back and forth. I did it the third year with a different person. Yeah. And then like... And it, then I was a bit mature in like what I thought a hijab was and isn't anyway. And I was like, you know what? These girls are not even Muslim. I spoke to different people. I like messaged different sheikhs yeah. and, you know, and. 
about discussing the, the, this the high, like what I still am not that clear on it. Like, what do you do when someone is not a Muslim, but you as a designer, you are a Muslim yeah. and you want to do a runway? Some sheikhs completely don't even like the idea of a runway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. And then the other ones are like, well, if the person's not Muslim, like, are they, they're not even wearing a hijab. Yeah. So it's really complicated. Yeah, it's not black and white. It's not black and white. So I was like, you know what, if they're not Muslim, it's whatever. I don't mm-hmm. really care because hijab is supposed to be, in my opinion, it's supposed to be something you do for Elisic, not a runway, yeah. not for a show. Because it's an act of worship rather than a statement mm. or a fashion. Like a huri is a fashion, but a hijab is not. Exactly. Yeah, I, d- I don't think so anyway, in my opinion. Yeah, because yeah. that, that always starts. Because I don't put it on because, oh, it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, exactly. No, I put it on because I'm like, I'm trying to cover my aura. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I had, I had a question on my on my little run sheet mm. or my spine or whatever, which was regarding <laughs> whether like hijab is a choice and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I'll delve into that a little bit later because I yeah. want to still tap on the... Um, the fashion straight, stuff. Yeah, the, the fashion yeah, week. It's really complicated. I My family knows nothing about fashion week. Yeah. So I'm always trying to like explain, like this is, yeah, it's not well, what it honest, seems. You, you didn't know either as well getting into it because I you got into know. it just designing clothes for the, like, you, you like the No, aesthetics. I knew about fashion weeks as yeah. a, like, because I've always been into fashion. Like okay. I studied textiles. I did like, you know, I, I've done fashion shows with the social studios. Yeah. I knew the industry in that sense, but I didn't know what it's like as a designer to be part of it. Like it's like you know the industry you're in, but you don't know what it's like when you're the actual person that's running the brand. Hundred percent, yeah. A different perspective as well. Yeah. yeah. So Melbourne Fashion Week is that way, but Melbourne Fashion Week they still do big brands like like in 2021 when I did it, like that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. That's the year I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna hold back. I'm gonna do. That's the one where was it outside yeah. raining? Yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. the Vogue one, the one that yeah. Vogue Vogue Runway Garden. Yeah. That was the year I decided. Look, I don't care. I'm gonna do the things that I actually like. I'm not going to care who's going to buy it, who's yeah. going to wear it. I would wear it. I would wear every single piece. Yeah. So I'm going to do me. So I, that's what I did. That was my favorite year. But that year... Wait, as wait, sorry. In contrast to the previous years? The previous years, I was still like a bit hesitant exactly, in yeah. like what I do. Like mm-hmm. I was like trying to please the customers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but you sort of found your feet type of thing. I, g- I got comfortable in saying... Because, th- okay, I'll tell you why. They, g- yeah. they gave me the confidence boost. This was my second year. Yeah. No, no, third year that time 2021 third year doing melbourne fashion yeah. but they put me in the opening show which is like such a big deal for for me anyway yeah. the opening show with big brands like age and stuff like that. brands that i look up to that i go yeah. to their stores and i'm like this yeah. is my favorite yeah, brand exactly so they put me in the same show as i was like you know what see so yeah, if they believe in you that much how yeah. are you like holding back your designs like just do and you only get like eight to twelve looks yeah. so i was like you have to choose your favorite eight to twelve looks so I was like, just do what you have in your mind. And, and that's not scared. easy. And it's not easy because it was like, you don't know how it's going to translate. Mm. One, two, you're ab- next to age. Like, what are you doing? For sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, look, I'm not going to worry. Talk to Allah, just do you. Yeah, yeah. And that, until today, that's my favorite show. 100%, yeah. So, oh, yeah, personally, because yeah. I was at the show as well. You were at the show, yeah. Um, You've been at a lot of the shows. I think I've been to... All of them, Excellent. except might have won or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, I don't know. It was which one? You didn't I? come now to Sydney, but they don't. They don't. Re- they, don't they don't really count. Well, the Sydney yeah, one, I, I, I want to get into because <laughs> <laughs> some drama. But with going back to the, the 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 fashion week as well and the whole yeah. designing process. Yeah, and you sort of like being naive when you like got into it. I want to ask one thing yeah, in regards to because obviously you're in the fashion industry. Mm. Everyone else out there has some sort of hobby. 
or some sort of talent yeah. that they don't know about, you yeah. know? Um, what would you say to yourself back then that you didn't know now in that moment? When in, first in getting moment? In, like when you first started out, what would you have done differently from the get-go in regards to getting into this industry? I would have been more bold from the get-go. Exactly, yeah. I wouldn't have, like, because, yeah, what was the reason that I was holding myself back, mm -hmm. you know? I would have been more, I still think like that about myself right yeah. now. Like there's still some designs I didn't put in. I would have been more bold, but obviously still staying true to myself. Yeah. Because I was, I was a little bit confident when I was like walking in. I like explained it. Like I'm a Muslim. I'm not about to change who I am. Yeah. I'm not willing. You know, you don't have a lot of autonomy in what you do. But I would have spoken up even more, mm -hmm. and I would have designed and done things that are true to me even more. For sure. Do you wish that you didn't know as much about the industry? now then that you know about now do i wish honestly if i knew what i know now i think it would have been too intimidating yeah so i yeah. like until now i try to avoid knowing too much yeah because i when you know too much it, like i regretted doing my mba yeah. you know what i mean like that was the biggest mistake of my life since when i do no I, the accomplishment part is good okay. the knowledge i regret okay yeah does that make sense because mm -hmm. it made it too realistic I kind of hate knowing too much about how things are done because yeah. it's like every time I try to do something unrealistic, before I was naive, I was like, what do I have to do? I'll yeah. just do it. Like it was dumb. And you know what's funny? There's actually like a blessing in being naive. It's almost like like children, for example. Yeah. Children are very, very naive. Yeah. They don't know much about like whatever the harms of who's out there, tacky, yeah. this or that, like the yeah. harms of the world, you yeah. know. So obviously kids tend to be more ambitious. Yeah. Then, as you get older, when exactly. compared to teenagers, and teenagers more ambitious than young adults, and so forth, and it's sort of like a good thing to keep having rather than. I'm hundred percent believer in that. Like, it's good to be knowledgeable. Like, as in, break the rules enough. Like, know the rules enough. Yeah, but then break them as well. So, like, I understand how. Like, I knew exactly how I. So once I got invited to Mel Fashion Week, immediately I was like, Yeah, well, now I'm just gonna like follow a different foot. You know. Exactly. But then. Also, at the same time, I didn't want to know too much. I still don't want to know too much. Yeah. Every day I'm learning, but yeah. Exactly. It's it's a yeah. whole process type of thing as well. Because because when you know too much, you you get scared. I get scared anyway. Mm -hmm. Like because you know exactly how it's played out. Yeah. Even though there is no black and white, I've learned it. If there's anything I've learned in this industry or whatever my journey has been is, yeah. whatever you think is the rules is really not. It's a matter of who's going to break the rules for you. 100%. Like I've always wanted to be in Bazaar. I've always wanted to be in Vogue. I've always wanted to be featured in this and that. Yeah. But it's like the way you think to go about it when you read it by mm -hmm. the book, mm -hmm. it's not exactly how it happens. Exactly. And the funny yeah. thing is the rules are set by someone like who doesn't even know the rules themselves yeah. type of thing, you know, because they got into it not knowing yeah. it. They've created their sort of definition yeah. of it. It's like um, uh, Naval, yeah? yeah? He yeah. speaks about this quote where he talks I about like how, yeah. yeah, he's an amazing yeah. um, speaker, but he speaks about how like in life, everyone like looks up to adults, yeah. you know, because they think they've made it and they know it all and all that kind of stuff. But when in reality, they're just going at life as they go along, as they're going thing, along. You know? Honestly, that's like, I think, I tell that to my friends as well. Until and unless you realise, like, because I used to look after my parents, we always say this, until you realise, like, your parents were just adults like you are today. Yeah. Like, they don't really know that much. Yeah. Like, you might have to teach them things today. For sure, for sure. Until and unless you realise everyone is actually 
what you know to yeah. be true is not really like everyone I thought was an MVP or like really I'm not gonna like everyone yeah. that I was like oh my god when I met them or when they like the other way around I'm like they're just average they're yeah. Ivy like they're normal and people that's, that's why it's, it's not good to over idolize people yeah. as well because they can easily disappoint you they as can well easily disappoint you. I had that I had that moment on the way to um what do you call it um on my way to pick up Sabria like mm. early this morning mm. I was thinking I was like okay cool Sabria how old are you now you can talk, you can talk. You like that? Uh, she's nine years old, yeah? <laughs> nine. I should probably know her age. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great cousin. <laughs> anyway, so I was on my way to pick up Sabri. I was just like, damn. Mm. Like, how f- like fast life has moved. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because just 100%. not t- two seconds ago, mm. I remember whenever it was 2000 or whatever, 10, 9, 8, whatever, when I was nine years old. And I'm thinking about like, mm. like I'm looking at her from my perspective. She mm. probably thinks I'm some big adult yeah. that's figured it out, who's running to a studio, shooting an episode. Mm. When in reality, like you, I'm you still figured out as yeah, I go along. You have along, no idea. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So literally, you have no idea. It's the cycles of life type of thing. As it's well, so. true. Like but my kids ask me all day, every day, random questions. And I'm like, even JJ and then they make fun of my friends. They're like, yeah. I see, why do you actually take the time to search? I'm like, because some, I don't know what they're on about. So yeah. I'm going to Google with them and we're yeah. learning together. Exactly. Because I'm like, yeah, that's a good question, Zane. 100%. Let me just Google that. And that's a good thing about children as well. Yeah. They they just touch on the, the, yeah. the way their mind goes. Yeah. It's just hella interesting. Let's Google it. I, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Go for it. I was going to say, I don't Google things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I chat GBT. <laughs> well, we did want to talk yeah, about yeah. AI for a little bit. No, but it's actually changed my mind. Yeah, but continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, um, so going back to the what do you call it, Australian Fashion Week, um, what was different from last year's Australian Fashion Week compared to... This year? Yeah, this year. Because last, last year, year you were invited as a next gen. I was a winner in, like there was a process as well. That one you have to apply. So like you, if you think you're good enough, yeah. like you have to apply and then you can win. Uh-huh. They have panel, different people that are not actually from Australia Fashion Week that judge you. Because Australia Fashion Week is actually IMG. It's owned by IMG. Mm-hmm. So Australia Fashion Week is... Uh, I, now sponsored by Australia Afterpay, Afterpay Australia Fashion, something like that. Yeah. It used to be Mercedes Benz Fashion Week. Yep. So the actual company is IMG, mm-hmm. which is the same like owners of the New York Fashion Week. So the actual IMG award is the one that you win, but it's a group and you take part in like, like you have twelve looks each design, and all of you will do it together. Yeah. You, I had more autonomy there than I did in Melbourne Fashion Week, for yeah. example. Like, for example, I don't listen to music. Mm-hmm. But with Melbourne Fashion, because you have no say in anything. You give your clothes away two weeks in advance. Yeah. Kalas, you come as a guest, you sit down. Yeah. But with this, you're part of it. You're like, there's no such thing. Because it's more of a business. IMG is more of a business yeah. rather than Melbourne. You're running the show, essentially. Essentially. Yeah. It's up to you for a lot of the things. It's up to you to get a stylist. It's up to you to get shoes. It's up to you to do a lot of the things mm-hmm. that you do. So with that thi- but there's also like the responsibility is greater but there's also like you know like the joy is also greater because yeah, yeah. i don't like listening to music so whenever i i've ever done runways with any other ones whenever i record the videos i hardly post to them because i'm like yeah. i'm i don't like because there's got music there's in the got background music that and i don't have further, yeah. yeah and then when i try to do m- the music i want instagram doesn't allow me and tiktok because if you're a business you can't use certain artists mm-hmm. i don't know why that is yeah. But you can't. What, on TikTok? On TikTok and Instagram. Okay. So yeah. let's say if you are on your own personal account, you can use them, mm-hmm. but I can't use them. Okay. As For a example, business. I only listen to that Sam guy that, you yeah. know, that I don't listen to him, to be honest. I just, yeah. like, if I'm going to have to use the music, I'd rather use yeah, 100%. halal music. Yeah, yeah. Quite. Poetry, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Like a rap yeah. that is not really music with no beat. Mm-hmm. But 
but I can't do it. So I don't even post it. Even though I have so much content, every runway I've ever done, it's not up because I'm like, Ugh, exactly, you, know, you can't do it. I can't do it. But with them now this year, last year actually I used the same music with Islam, mm-hmm. but because we didn't know there was like legal rights, I I couldn't actually have the end version of it. It was mm-hmm. just allowed on life, but not the recorded. Yeah. But this year I got to have it like recorded. So whatever the videos that come out, it's the same music that I chose. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's a big difference, but there's also same yeah and w- other than the autonomy what other like massive differences are there from a okay business the next gen is completely different you're more of a student let's just say you're like a graduate yeah so you're graduating let's just say so there is a lot of help there's mm-hmm. producers there's a lot more people guiding you telling you what to do how to do it there's a lot more help other than the clothes th- you don't do much and they pay for everything as well on yeah. top of that but when you're um like this year i was invited to do my own show, like yeah. solo show. I've never done that before. You opened as well, didn't you? No, but I was on the, the first day. Yeah, yeah. W- not the head. Yeah, I wouldn't say headline. I was one of the first day. Yeah, but there was other. There's someone else opened. I wish I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah. I w- actually wouldn't want to open. I'm not gonna lie. I'm Why? Because of the pressure? No. I, yeah, I'm not there yet. I don't think I deserve it. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, there's no way I want to do that. Yeah, take yeah. that open. Like in due yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that arrogant to think I deserve that. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even deserve to be on the first day. I actually was freaking out because to be the first day is like kind of a big deal as well. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do it. And all the people from IMG, they're really nice. They're yeah. like, you can do it. They're like, just when they invited me, I was like, no. Because none of the other designers did it, that one with me. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. And then they're like, just say yes now and yeah. then figure it out. You'll figure it out. As you go which along. Was like, which was like, I knew I could do that as well. The back of when they said that, I was like, you're right. I was like, just say yes yeah. and then figure it out later. Yeah, 100%. But I figured it out. But it was really stressful to, to accept it. I was like, I'm not there yet. to yeah. do Because 12 looks is easy for me. Mm-hmm. But 31 to 40 looks... That's a lot. Yeah. And with my stuff, it's not just one piece. It's like a couple of garments together. Mm-hmm. It's like 60, 70 pieces I have to make just for the runway. Yeah. One. Two, you have complete full responsibility of everything as well. Mm-hmm. That means you pay for everything. You like Everything is on you. The music, the producers, the stylist. Everything and everyone models. You name it. It's mm-hmm. your choice. Exactly. Just they they're just giving it at you and how you do. They just it. give like they're just putting it on the schedule, mm-hmm. which is like a fancy way of being. Like I tried to explain it to my husband and everyone. I'm like I'm like you know how you guys watch soccer. Yeah. You know I'm like there's locals yeah. and then there's yeah. leagues <laughs> and I'm like there's international yeah. <laughs> and then there's the World Cup and I'm like in the league because there's no other way I could explain it. I'm 100%. like Melbourne. I'm like you think of Melbourne as like. Melbourne victory and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, the lower so league. I'm games. like, it's still a big deal because for, sure. for you to make it to Melbourne yeah. is way better than being at like Brunswick or something. Yeah, but exactly. Brunswick's still better than not being anywhere. For sure. And then Australian fashion and week, then it's like like the Australian fashion week is like you made it to Australia, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it, the con- the kangaroos or whatever they yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. I'm like. To be your name, to be there and not be benched is mm-hmm. a big deal. For sure. I'm like, some are benched as so well. And then what would, like, New York Fashion Week in that be? New York Fashion Week, World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, okay, yeah, 100%. Yeah. New York and Paris and Milan and, sure. and London. Does Australian four? Fashion Week fall in that category of the big four? Well, like, is it on par or is it, like, so much down below? Okay, so it's Australia in general as a country is not so far considered behind. as anything because we're such a small country, really. But if you want to think of it... that. New York Fashion Week is owned by IMG. It's okay. run so the same people that run New York Fashion Week are actually running 
Australia Fashion Week. It's mm-hmm. the same people. Yeah. So essentially, even even like our show, when you if you were watching it live, you said New York Fashion. Yeah. Like if you go on New York Fashion Week mm-hmm. live, because the same company. That owns but I don't think it's anywhere near um, Paris or anything like that. No. For sure. No way. Because those are more international. Like mm. the whole world just thinks of those four. For sure. Yeah. I was going to ask, um, how do you balance the whole idea of feeling like you succeeded but also at the same time being content, you know what I mean? Because I know you mentioned earlier on about how even though you got this massive opportunity, mm. and I know a lot of people, for example, if they got a great opportunity like that yeah. on the big stage mm-hmm. um, in Sydney, Australian Fashion Week, you got IMG, you mm. got, I know, probably scouts, all these massive business designers, mm. fashion heads, you know, um, they get this feeling content like they've done it and they start to slow down after getting some sort of success, mm. you know? Um and I know you can, you can it's yeah, like I can sort of relate it to like the podcasting side of mm. things, you know, mm. like when no one knows you, then you have you have every reason to make content. Yeah. But once you start it. making a little bit of content and you see it between like YouTubers as well, you know, yeah. like, you, you know, like content creators compared to people that sort of like chase after the fame and whatnot. Yeah. Because regardless of whether the money's coming in mm. or whether the likes and the views are coming in, they still make that content type of thing. There's like that true genuine like artist. if you enjoy it yeah yeah that true like artist mm. type of thing and I it's easy because yeah. you get the dopamine rush and everything it's as well yeah 100 percent. like it's oh i don't know it's hard for me to i can understand it like even there was a lot of girls from sydney that were like i want to start my own fashion how did you do it how do you get into this how? i'm like honestly i was just being true to myself the whole time yeah. i never did anything that wasn't like i didn't like that much yeah. i just continued to design i've designed before instagram i've designed yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I ended up making the label anyway, because I was like, what's one thing I'm going to do regardless of who's going to be there? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll have a job and I'll still go home and sew. Yeah. Like, I'll, no matter what is happening, what's one thing I'll do? Mm. That's this, as a, like something I enjoy. Yeah. I don't enjoy the business part of it, I'll mm-hmm. tell you the truth. But the creativity part, I can create forever. I won't even eat if yeah. I have to. Like, I'll just sit there and sew if I have to come up with some new concept. It comes natural to you. It comes natural to me. And resistance. It's, it's, yeah, it's something I really like. Yeah. So, it's easy for me like mm-hmm. that. It would be really hard for me to do it in any other, like, thing. Because sure. it's, you have to persevere. There's so much hardship yeah. in this. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I'm like, oh, I wish I, d-. I'm like, you don't want to do yeah. this. It's hard work. Well, well, if you're in the back room with 300 heads and then you've got someone. Oh, got my God. And yeah. also your leadership, your, your personality traits start to get tested. Exactly. You know, like certain characteristics, you've got to have the leadership skills to do this and that. You can't panic. Yeah. Your, your mani- there was 100 people backstage, you yeah. know, 100 people. For sure. You have to manage to, like, state this media. SPS is following you around everywhere. There's ABC to trying to talk to you. That you have the makeup artists that you yeah. have to m- talk to. The stylist's team. You have the hairdressers. There's volunteers that are dressing every single... Like, there's so much chaos. You're like... And w- that's just the one day. What about before? Yeah. So many things go wrong every single day. Yeah. Someone's calling you. This is not happening. What are you going to do as here? That's not happening. You're, you got something to sew the dress became a quarter of what it's supposed to be because yeah. you can't sew it. That other. For sure. Oh my God, so much chaos goes into it. But if you don't like it that much, I don't know how you can stay true mm. to you. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it in anything else. Tell me to be a soccer player and go through this. I'm not doing it. Like, Tell me to do it for any other reason. I'm not doing it. For I sure. can't do it. It's you know, uh, it was someone, I think it was Mal- uh, Malcolm um, Gladwell said this, yeah. in regards to like everyone is taken, yeah. just be you. In regards to like, exactly, you know, because when you try to be like, for example, you try to be messy 
or then you try to be LeBron James or Gigi Hadid oh, or something yeah, along those exactly. lines. They're, they're taken as that person. And then when, you, when you're you per se as well, it makes everything you do 10 times easier. Yeah. You know? And it's like the, like the best advice I was sort of given is like when people say, oh, how do I know what I want to do? You know when you're in that like that young adult phase and all mm. that, you're trying to figure out, okay, what should I be? And then there's all this pressure coming from family, this, that. Yeah. Like your mates are starting to get married, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's like you go back to the things that you like doing without being forced to do it or being yeah. told to do it. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And then that sort of, sort of stuff comes easy. It's that, like that natural side mm. of things. Um, but I want to flip it back onto because I'm a person mm-hmm. who needs constant um, like rush. Mm. you know in regards to and it, for me for me to feel like i'm doing something well mm-hmm. i needed some small little wins yeah uh, how yeah. is how is that sort of in the, the the fashion world where you've got like long periods staggered mm. periods where you can sort of claim okay cool that one year was like sort of successful you know the whole battle between like instant gratification and like delayed gratification you know because for say like for example if we, if we do an episode and i kind of like it I'm excited to see a drop next week. Right away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you, it's like you've got to be patient in the yeah. background. No one knows what you're working on. And when people ask months, you. Months, yeah. Yeah. Like that show was 10, 15 minutes and we worked on it for like months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I get really philosophical towards the end. I'm like, is this even worth it? Like, yeah. like you know, doing that much effort. It's really not worth it in a way, but at the same time, it's just the way things are done in that industry. You know, if yeah. you want to achieve certain goals, if you want to achieve a certain goal and you want to get to a certain, let's say, um, I don't know, like not that I know I'm going to get there. You exactly. Know, for me, the wins are me knowing I'm doing my best today yeah. and tomorrow and the day after. Because if I just leave for Fashion Week, I can't do it. There's no way. But I have a longer term goal. Because your goal can't be short term as in like, I'm going to make it to IMG or exactly. I'm going to make it to, like I'm going to walk the runway. for. Yeah. That's a small goal because once you achieve it and then what? Yeah, and then what? Because I—that's one of my worst fears—is having something that I can just get right away. Because once you get it, you and your goals change. Yeah. Tim, if you asked me five years ago, like, oh, what was your goal? I've almost everything I've written down, I've accomplished. Yeah. I'm so annoyed at myself that I thought so small. So For sure. Because you need to like have, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but your goals have to be so big that it's like I'm not gonna ever get it. Yeah. So I'm like gonna—I had to change my mind because everything I wanted when I got it, I'm like. This is it. Like yeah. this is, I was thinking so tiny. <laughs> yeah, you're like don't limit your capacity. Don't almost. limit your capacity. But then when you reach it, you get. I will get depressed. I'm like prone yeah. to getting depression if For I sure. get what I want and I have nothing to look forward to. Yeah. So I need things that are like constantly. I'm working on it, but that satisfies me. I know there's a goal to reach. Like okay, going fabric shopping. We're in Dubai. Yeah. Like some of the stuff. I'm constantly, even though I'm enjoying and living my life. I was in Umrah. Some of the outfits are from Mecca. Like yeah. we bought the fabrics from the haram yeah. but like i'm constantly thinking my goal on a day-to-day but i'm also enjoying the process process as, as i'm going i'm yeah. actually really enjoying it like thinking through oh i want this i'm gonna get it i think today tomorrow the day after while not forgetting i actually have a real life yeah it's and and also acknowledging the fact that this whole process is like it's like a journey it's a journey know? it's a short-term journey i have separated myself in terms of like like my real goal is my akhira mm-hmm. As long as I'm working towards that every day, yeah. everything else is a bonus. Yeah, for so sure. So that's why like, l- winning or not winning doesn't bother me. I'm like, I could lose everything. Yeah. I'm still going to be like actually exactly how I feel. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Sure. I'm how did you get to that s- sort of like a mindset, you know? 
Because it's not an overnight thing. Was there something that triggered that? Because it's really... Because you will never be okay without ha- having like... I don't know how people do it, but I will never be okay unless my goal is akhara. If that's what you believe. Yeah. Like, if you believe Ilahi is going to, you know, be mm. the one ultimate goal, and yeah. that's where you're going to end up. How yeah. can anything else be yeah. more important? Exactly. I feel guilty. I can't sleep at night. Like, 100%. Yeah. And you won't let that bog you down yeah. as well. So I had to come to the decision like, hey, the end of the... Th- what really matters is this. Focus on this. Do this the right way. Yeah. I'm not like the most religious person in the world, but I'm not willing to sacrifice as well. Like, you 100%. know what I mean? I have certain things. That I'm like that guy, the bare minimum. Like, yeah. As long as I'm meeting my bare minimum. Then content. I'm content. And then that gives me the the room to do everything else much higher grade. 100%. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Wake up the next day, get yeah, started c- rather cause, than... Because I'm already fulfilled. Yeah. Because I'm exactly. already like, I've done, I woke up for my salat. I've already done that. Yeah. I've, you know, I'm not committing, I'm not listening to music, I'm not I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary. I'm wearing my hijab, alhamdulillah, I live yeah. in Australia, it's not easy, obviously, you know. Okay, I'm, I'm teaching Quran to my kids. As long as my main goals are fulfilled, uh, the rest is actually like... Extra. Extra, which gives me more energy to do it. Mm-hmm. But when I don't, even if I fall a little bit short on my real Akhara goals, yeah. then I actually find it a burden, like... I'm demotivated. Yeah. I don't want to d- like. I actually don't have the energy for anything else. Yeah, exactly. So it's more of like I'm doing myself a favor. Mm. Yeah. And also, I think it's it, like the other side to it as well yeah. is finding that like that balance between not thinking too far into the future mm. and then not dwelling too far into the past. Yeah, you know, because once you go too far into the future, you're always like constantly, first of all, missing missing yeah. what happens in the present moment. That's yeah. one thing, and second of all, like. There is no enjoyment of like day-to-day things, yeah. you know. And then when you've dwelled too far into the past, yeah, then you're not like making progress. That's basically what depression is: is like when you can't get out of the past, or when you're thinking. I I do live in the moment. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. do live in the moment because I know I'm gonna do my best today. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's gonna guarantee me a success. Yeah. There's literally no like no one's telling me I'm gonna. Yeah. No one. But at the same time, who's telling you're gonna make it to tomorrow as well? Exactly. I constantly think of death as yeah. well. Like. Who's guaranteeing me? When you think of that, everything becomes so small. Like, yeah. oh, well, I could actually just die right yeah. now, any minute. Why am I so arrogant thinking yeah. this is such a big deal? It's not a big deal. Like, fashion shows are not a big deal. Yeah. Like, everything else is not a big deal. Having a nice guy, it's not that bad. Yeah, but exactly. it's not a big deal either. You know, like, who cares? Exactly. Um, it, that sort of reminds me of, um, you know, Viktor Frankl, yeah. the, the guy that uh, sort of the philosopher, psychologist. Yeah. That was um, a Holocaust survivor, or whatever he yeah. he mentions, and he talks about like the mental state of those that were like survivors of the Holocaust, or even mm. just being in the Holocaust as well. Mm. He speaks about how like when new when new prisoners were brought to like the prison camps and whatnot, you could almost see like the death in their eyes mm. and how long like just life felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes when you when he goes if you go back and ask people about what was longer, like a day or a week. Yeah. They will say a day was much longer than a week, you know, due to like the torture and everything. Yeah. And later on he speaks about in his book, um, and he speaks about like that that balance between not being bogged down. Mm. The guys that were the most happiest, even mm. though in the face of death, they were probably gonna get executed in the gas chamber mm. or whatever. The guys that were like the most happiest and the most fruitful, I guess, were those who saw like small meanings in their day to day things. Mm. You know, like just getting up. Okay, cool. I won. Uh, yeah. You know, or the next day thing, rather than thinking about tomorrow, because for all they know, you don't know. You're not going to get tortured no. tomorrow for all you know. No. 
you know so it's that small win. and the avalanche effect as but well but it's true that like if you think about it like you don't kind of get everything you want today like yeah. messi didn't get to messi today you yeah. know it was day by day of like little improvement like like one percent better than you are like I, even dr peter said like one percent better than you are that's gonna take you a mile yeah if you think like that because i'm really nowhere near who i want to be obviously yeah, you sure. know but at the same time that doesn't mean i'm gonna beat myself down and say oh i see you could have done i could have done so much better fashion i could have done i could have i could have yeah yes. but at the same time did i do my best right now yeah i'm doing my best what right now with what i can if you do that i think that's where most people fall short they're genuinely not doing their best right there and then for yeah. themselves yeah. for what they think is their best yeah. like if you make a goal like let's say your best is not my best mm -hmm. Let's say you a mum and you have a goal. You're like, as a mum, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to teach my kids Quran. I want to. Yeah. That's your own. Nobody told you to think that you that you came up with that. Yeah. If you meet even like a little bit of that, you will be satisfied. But yeah. if you meet none of it or even not close to what you think is your best, yeah. you'll be like depressed. You'll yeah. feel bad because you know you're not meeting yeah, your facts. own standards. Yeah. I think if everyone just be true to that, well, they'll feel better. A hundred percent and. Like, I know that personally because, like, I'm one of those people who, like, alhamdulillah, I don't dwell in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a, it is what it is type of yeah. person. Something happened and bang, like, yeah, like, bang Let on, we'll just move along. Yeah. Go, okay. But then um, I realized over time that I get, I, I fall too far into the future. Mm. And I start thinking about things that are, are not even going to happen type of yeah. thing. Like, defining, like, I've always said this to myself, yeah. I don't want to live a life where I look back and I'd be like, oh, I regretted something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because of something that I could have done in this moment. Yeah. You know? But then also that is a very unhealthy mindset. Because Why? it's an unhealthy mindset because what ends up happening is you start thinking of the the the, the, the Abduli in five years' time, the mm. Abduli two years' time. Yeah. But then after you forget that the Abduli... Like I, I saw this on my TikTok for you page. I'm off TikTok, by the way, at the moment. I don't know. If you I know. I was trying to send you something yesterday. Yeah. I was like, where is he? This I'm, is so I'm officially off TikTok. My, my dopamine receptors in my brain just got fried. I, yeah. I let my addiction yeah. go too far. Mm. But I saw something the other week, yeah. yeah, where it goes, it was like this guy with some dramatic music and he's just standing there. Yeah. And he's thinking about, he goes, I remember like looking at myself in five years' time. Yeah. No, no, the five years in time person that you're thinking about yeah. is also that current person you now. Right you now. You get what I mean? Like in like me five years ago was talking about, hey, what's Abdulli gonna do? This is that you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But you're talking about back then the five years ago person is currently talking Today, right now type yeah. of thing. So it's like when you go forward type of thing, what are you gonna say in two years time, five years time yeah. that you're actually doing that work now type of thing, you know? But like what I try to think about that is the five year you should have felt the same as I feel the five year me. Yeah. So that that is like the consistency in terms of like internally should be the same. Yeah. Regardless of the like where I'm going towards. So I wanna feel the same I felt last five years in terms of internally yeah. the same way. I wanna continue to feel that way. Mm -hmm. I want it to be like not happiness. I feel like that's that's a really short term goal. Yeah, it like is. no one's gonna be happy all the time. 100%. But overall are you satisfied? Mm -hmm. You know? So me, whether I have what I had five years ago or don't, I wanna feel the same. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I'm thinking another me five years from now, I'm okay with not having those things. But emotionally am I gonna be okay then? Yeah. So that's how I think of it. Like, okay, I I don't work, uh, you know the whole regret thing that you said. Yeah. I don't, I don't do things if I know I'm gonna regret. Yeah. So I am big on that. Like that's why I said yeah. to you why, but for sure, because 
why not? You know what I mean? Like, mm. why not? Sorry, no, I, I might have missaid that. Yeah. In regards to not doing things that I will regret, but more so not doing enough in yeah. that moment, you know what I mean? Because I'll be mm. thinking about, okay, cool, I have 24 hours in my day, eight hours. You and can like only do so much, yeah. Like, like for example, type of thing. Who knows? In two years' time, I'm going to be thinking about, damn, I missed us years. What do you call it? Show. Like Australian, yeah, yeah, just a small little yeah, yeah, example, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll be like, I could have been there type of thing, yeah. you know? And it's like enjoying that like moment the type moment, of thing. Yeah. And but you have to be okay with it. In, I think you have to be okay with it in that moment. Yeah. Because whenever you're missing something, if you think you could possibly regret it, then don't. Yeah. So if I can't, for example, like I could have done it and I will do it. If I Even if it's like a burden on me, yeah. just because I don't want to like... But then if I decided this is not, I'm fine. That means I'm fine with it in five years because I have to sort of accept it right now. Yeah, for if sure. Not, like that's a well, exactly. stressful life. I feel like people live. might also confuse it for like FOMO as well. Like yeah. fear of missing out of the moment. And Loki, it is that type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not FOMO in the social side of things yeah. and all that. It's like when it I w- comes from the same place. Yeah, it think. comes from the same place. It's like, um, for example, when I was going to Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not plan to go to Iceland. Yeah. And then after I said to myself, Okay, cool. When I get back, um, I'm going to make it like a two-week trip. I'm going to invite the boys and everything yeah. and go, like, go on a trip exactly like that. But then I was thinking, like, I'm only two hours away from Iceland. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get back to Australia and be like, cool, I could have been I to like... Yeah, I yeah. yeah, the should have. Yeah, one of the most northern parts of the world, you know? And it's like that type of like moment. Because also in Australia, the chances of going up north somewhere like that ever again, it's like you got to book it out in advance type mm. of thing. It's not like you can just do... Like a small trip out go, of it, yeah. you know. So as it's like all within um, sort of um, balance as well. Um, yeah, going back to the um, Australian Fashion Week and the whole success conversation as well. <laughs> yeah. Going forward, what are your goals then on the bigger scale? Um, you know, I don't think that was a success personally. Like, okay, why? Let's delve into this. I I just think it was just like a si- like it was just something. You Another know, like moment. Yeah, it was just a moment. I don't think it was a success because. I don't know, people, I think, overrate the word success. Like, what is success? You know what I mean? Like, I think I was successful before. Like, because if you're saying, if you're attaching that to me, that means you think I'm only successful when I achieve certain goals that are considered worthy. But really, what do you, like, half of the people there are not, to me, are not successful. Mm -hmm. Like, what's success? Yeah, exactly. Success, I was successful before that. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope I was, you know, in terms of, because I measure my success different to, like, Mm. Fashion week stuff. Most other people and all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I not setting expe- unrealistic no, yeah. expectations. No, and I, w- well. I think, like, yeah, I don't think that was. I think that was a moment in history. Yes, yeah. it was a moment. Like, yes, being the first hijabi person 100%. to think ever the, like. Think about the little like Sabrias and the Asias yeah. running when around we type little, of thing. Yeah, because they kept asking me, they're like, "So who's like you, you looking up to? Which designer? I'm like, what designer could I possibly look up yeah. to? I'm like, who's here that looks like me? Yeah. I'm like, you can see no one here is wearing a hijab. No one here has done that is black. That is, the, you know, itself. It's not. It's not something to be proud of because it just tells you the world we're living in mm-hmm. is a bit behind, a bit backwards. Yeah. But at the same time, it was a moment. It's not successful. Success will be like when it's normalised. That's gonna. My ultimate goal is when this is normalised. I told everyone, I'm like, I promise you the way we like see suits in the closet for girls, because when St. Laurent made it, when he, YSL, when he made it in the 60s, everyone was like, what are you doing making suits for women? It was such a big deal. It was yeah. like the weirdest thing possible. Yeah. But then I'm like, me being at Australia Fashion Week, so many of them can't comprehend 
a Muslim being a fashion. They kept asking me like, yeah. so what is the criteria? I'm like, as a Muslim, our criteria is only to cover, but that doesn't mean like this a black abaya. I'm like, yeah. it can be anything and everything. We don't actually have rules like that in yeah. Islam. It's encouraged to dress up mm. or encouraged to show your, your wealth. Like if you're yeah. rich, you're supposed to show that you're wealthy. Mm. It's not as a show off, but like, so how how where else would the poor know who's the rich? Yeah. It's actually encouraged. Exactly. I'm like, so we are not people that are humble in terms of like, oh, hide under the fucking cloak. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And sometimes I look at, like, I know fashion. Yeah. Did you say fashion subjective, by the way? Fashion is, they even, someone actually, I think SBS, like, well, what does fashion mean to you? I'm like, I don't even know what that means to me. Yeah. Because growing up, like, you're Somali, I'm Somali. Yeah. We don't actually have a word for that in our language. Yeah, fashion, yeah. yeah. Like, look I for it. it yeah. There's no, uh, we don't have it in our vocabulary. Yeah. I had to It'll like probably just be fashion or something. <laughs> no, know. but like, but it's not an actual word. You know fashion what I mean? Cut. Yeah, <laughs> fashion cut. Yeah. But there's no word. I looked for it. I can't find it. Where yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. So I had to adapt to that later on in life. So fashion to me is more of a, the identity, your style, yeah. your your swag. You know, like your aesthetic. So fashion to me is like, it's weird. It's yeah, a weird yeah. word. Exactly, and also I realize like with other things as well, they sort of work in trends. Yeah. You know, so like what's fashionable now might not be fashionable in five 100%. years type of thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like right now we're in that like sort of like that cargo phase and all that. I feel like it's modesty cool. Okay, would you say this by the way? Would you say modest fashion similar to that of It's a trend. Like our grandparents era. Mm-hmm. It's starting to be That's that's what I was going with before we yeah. like that's what I said. Like I've done a couple of interviews and I told them I genuinely from the bottom of my heart believe that is where we're going like that whole idea that I keep giving it to them like St. Laurent made suits and it was weird yeah. for women in the 60s but now every single girl whether Muslim or not the whole universe every girl has a, like a blazer it's just considered a blazer yeah. no one thinks of it dude you're wearing a men's suit Yeah. but back in the 60s it was like the, it was bizarre exactly. it's like uncomfortable it was weird but I'm like in my opinion Modest, or which we whatever can get into that, whatever that means. But I think the longer silhouettes, the looser silhouettes, more covering. I think that's going to be aesthetic. I think every girl will have something of that in her closet. Yeah, that's what my goal. That's my ultimate goal. I'm like, the future is going to be people would want to wear it the same way homeless became cool because of Kanye, yeah. like uh, the homeless trend. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like modest. Will <laughs> I'm serious? No, they actually did with the the, the, the sock shoe. I whatever. wear like everything. Yeah. homeless because well, if you normal like yeah, who would wear Crocs before? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who would wear like homeless colors? Like no, no one. There's no such thing as homeless colors. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That I know vibe. What you mean, yeah. But I think in the future we can all like. Uh, we can do that because as a Muslim girl, if you're proud and you're confident and you're not shying away to be who you really are, I think we can influence the world. 100%. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I'm really okay with being okay. You're okay to show off in whatever you're showing off. I'm also okay to show off in yeah. my outfit. That's why I ended up just going a bit further because you know I was contemplating on stopping this yeah. whole thing because I can't justify it. Like I can't find a Islamic way of doing this. Yeah. And then I was like, but if if you do shy away, what's we're leaving that space empty. The longer we stay away from it, the more like younger girls and us, we're not going to be up the front. Yeah. Like how come they are confident enough to show off, to tell us this is who I am and we're not, when we are actually like, we believe we're the truth. Mm-hmm. So and as yeah. humans, we're sheep at the end of the day. We're sheep. Yeah. And not only sheep, like there's only certain people that make the trends and then everyone mm-hmm. follows. So I'm like, if I can influence decision makers and influences, then why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. And subhanAllah, I feel like it's my test because I don't care because 
I don't care whether they accept us for who we are or not. Yeah. I wasn't willing to change. I was going like this. I wasn't trying to show off. I was yeah. trying to impress them. And I was like, educating. I was like, they're like, oh, do you want to use this music? Do you mean? I was like, oh, actually, I don't listen to music. You know, yeah. I'm like, they're like, what do you mean? This is music. I'm like, this is not music. This is like yeah. just by words. They they are unaware of us completely. Mm-hmm. And if we're not there to make it aware, I feel yeah, like. For sure. Yeah. Everyone has that like niche way of teaching them yeah. about like who they are as well, you know. Yeah. And also the other thing as well is going back to how I said everyone's sheeps. Mm-hmm. It's also because I'm not going to think wearing i guess because right now the loose fitting is also in a big trend you know what yeah. I mean? you know how like probably like five six years ago yeah. everyone was on the skinny the jeans, skinny jeans yeah. the tight jeans the tight mm. tank tops and all that mm. kind of stuff mm. where everything is like uniqlo for example you yeah. see box tees yeah. everywhere cargo pants it's are designed cool, to be yeah. what do you call a loose and all that kind of stuff i'm mm-hmm. i'm more well versed in the men's field rather than <laughs> the, the female field yeah. um but it's a trend all around exactly yeah. and yeah. the other thing as well is it's like for the person that like struggles with their identity in that sense mm. If they see, okay, cool, I see it on the big stage, rock that, um, what do you call it, made it apparent, you know, they're more likely to be like, bang on, let me just... Like normalise, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. But and I think that's my ultimate goal is to just completely normalise yeah. the way we dress to the point where even if you're not Muslim, you're like wanting to wear it. I, like so many influencers came that are not Muslim that I dressed, they wore my clothes. They made it their own way, but was still like the same outfit i'm gonna wear you know yeah for sure i'm like this is just like a a small step in like that direction of mm-hmm. what i hope to like achieve in the long term 100%. i do want to make it a cohesive mm. brand yeah i want to um switch it up from like societal things mm-hmm. to like picking your brain about what is it to be like do you, do you label yourself as a fashion designer i didn't used to i still find it like a, yeah. a very uncomfortable word but what else are you gonna say? Um, you're gonna have to say I'm a designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> After I won the next gen, like Australia's next gen designer, yeah. then I started to accept. I was like, okay, maybe yeah. I'll call myself a designer. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the guilt that comes as a as a person of color and like who we are and what yeah. we are. Like, I feel weird, and it's it's like a privilege to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel uncomfortable saying that because it's like really you could have been anything but a designer. So it's that guilt. <laughs> I'm not accepting it. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be a lawyer or something. I know you mean. Traditional. A hundred percent. Like, what is a designer type of thing as well? Yeah. You like, know? no, but even even though we know what it is, it's a privileged thing to do. Yeah. And I, I'm very aware of that. And that's half of the reason why I push. I'm like, I see these opportunities are being laid flat open because yeah. you have this whatever gift, talent that exactly. it has given you and they're coming to you and it's a bit selfish for you not to do something about it because there's so many people behind you that you could help and save. Exactly. So it's like you have the courage to do something. Yeah, I gave you the courage. Yeah. I have the like you know the courage. Just do it. Yeah. But in terms of guilt, I feel guilty that I'm like other people like me in Somalia. I could have not left Somalia. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, for sure. like what I would have never said I'm a designer because that's a privilege. Like what you're gonna design clothes yeah. and you're gonna send it down the runway. Well, if, you go, if you go to Somalia and you tell them you're a designer, they won't even. Like, like what is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. type of thing. Because they think you leave there, bang yeah. on, you become yeah. what do you call it? A and lawyer, especially a doctor. like I wanna like because I'm I'm conflicted because I like I sort of wanna be a luxury designer, you yeah. know what I mean? Like or premium. Yeah. So it's that's even more of a guilt that it took me ages to like accept because yeah. I like l- luxury. I like like finer fabrics. I like the fabric I'm telling that we bought from Mecca. Yeah. It's like silk, pure silk from S- Italy. Okay, wait, wait. You bought it from Mecca. Yeah, Where? we bought well, it in the you know the clock tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the the haram. Yeah, yeah. They they have fabric stores there okay. as well, and 
I was describing it to the guy. I'm like, I want, I'm looking for this silk that has two tone. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it one color this way, one color. Yeah. I want pure silk. You know, yeah. and he's like, just wait, stand still. And he mm-hmm. goes to the back and gets us a roll out. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> you know, it's exactly what I was describing. Yeah. But then it was so expensive. Like pure silk from pure silk Italy. Like, and okay. it's being sold in the Haram at the clock tower. You know, right. obviously people that stay in the clock tower are a bit more on the. Yeah. 100%, you know what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah. And I was like, Only I walked away like mean. three times. That is like, I'm like, I, I need it. This is what I want. Yeah. But I'm like, how can I justify it later? It's like going to cost me like 150. 100%. Yeah. Like just before I even like, you know, just a meter. I'm like, mm. oh, I was, but I got it anyway. Cause yeah. I was like, I, I know I'm, it was one of those things that if I walk away, that's I'm what gonna, I mean. I'm going to think about this yeah. and it will haunt me for days. Exactly. I immediately regretted not getting more colors. Like 100%. I only got three colors, but I was like, should have got more. You seized the opportunity. But I, at least I feel so good knowing I took that. You know what I mean? Like I was like, Alhamdulillah. Exactly. I bought it, but I'm into, like I have linens. Like one of the dresses, it's six meters of pleated linen, mm-hmm. like it, pure it, linen. It and then linen the other half yeah. is like organic cotton. I'm into it, but I know for people that come from where I come from, it's not, you can't justify it. Yeah, but I'm sure. like, but there's something about me that wants this why. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I, I like it. So I, what is that why? I don't know what the why is. Mm. I, I think it's human nature to want finer things. Yeah. It's just by nature. 100%. It's in me. So I'm like, that's why I ended up just doing it on the runway. I'm like, it took me ages. I'm like, I can have both. For sure. It, I still haven't accepted it fully, but yeah. I can have both. So how do you bal- battle the, 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 the backlash that you see? Because I feel like... Yeah, a lot of people don't understand it. I mean, I, I understand that they're like, oh, it's these, or oh, why, like a hijab stores us, like charging us. They don't complain about other brands, by the way. They just complain about hijab. So it's like, what is this hijab from Jannah? Like, yeah. I feel like it's... <laughs> 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 it's just a piece of cloth. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. I get it. If you like a cheaper stuff like or, or lower quality fabrics, yeah. it's not going to be charged expensive. Like yeah. you will find hijabs for fifteen dollars, ten dollars, or whatever. For People sure. will still complain about that, yeah. but that's because it's like came out quality or like yeah. polo is not even that expensive. Like for example, I'll buy my kids polo all yeah. the time, yeah. Sure. But it doesn't mean it's expensive to me. It's not that expensive. I think I'm paying yeah. for what I'm getting. Sure. Like uh, we can pass it down from Zayn to Noah, yeah. which we have, and then from Noah to Jibril, like yeah. my sister will take it. Like yeah. so, we it's the same shirt. But then by the time I went to Kmart and I bought five of these, trust me, I paid way more than that one polo. For sure. Like, but it's a more of a from the economy we come from. I understand. Yeah, I get it. You're not. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You changed my opinion. Yeah. On that whole thing yeah. because when you gave me that whole same like um, the, the the polo analogy, whatever. I used to buy, you know, like the white T-shirts you get from, yeah. like Kmart. I'm, yeah. like, I'm exposing myself yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I, I came from, <laughs> 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 from the ghetto. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a different guy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm from humble the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> humble beginnings. <laughs> but I used to go from whatever the Kmart yeah. socks is. Yeah. Like right yeah. now, for example, I'm wearing these Nike socks. Yeah, yeah. They will Nike last socks, me. Yeah. They will last me a long period of time. Yeah, you know what I mean. But all I've ever known was like a cool smash out Kmart. Recycle. Just throw it. You know what just I mean? Just throw it. Like just throw it. It's a waste if you think about it. Exactly, you know, but that's like sort of... Most people that don't understand, I it, it was discouraged at the beginning because yeah. I like, hi, I like came myself some things, especially if I'm willing to like, yeah. you know, if it's not that important to me, but if it's something that I want to keep wearing or keep, I won't do it. Like yeah. I, w- I like coat yeah. and it's hard for me to find like a nice uh, coat that matches my, car. so I would, I this is Australian wool. I'm yeah. willing to pay $40 a meter just so I can have, like what 
this is three meters. Three meters times forty. Like before, it's even sewn. Yeah. It's just buying it is going to be in the hundreds. Exactly. Just the fabric alone. Yeah. So, but because I want it and I know I'm going to wear this for a long time to come. Yeah. I'm going to pay for it. Exactly. And clearly, also people that are in that like sort of market. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you're talking about before, like it's yeah. everyone sort of like in a desire to want finer things. Yeah. But they just don't know finer things. Yeah, and they, they don't know the difference. Yeah, yeah, they don't know the difference, and they just associate it with some sort of monetary value. Yeah, and that's why you get the whole thing about like, like I even see some people talk about how like, oh, they make it so hard to be what do you call it, cover <laughs> up and all of that kind I of know, stuff. But I know feel know like mean? those people are people that are already on the edge. You know, there's always two sides to the world. Like yeah. there's there's um, uh, even in Islam and in general, like I always think there's two um, what I call two sides to the world. Yeah, I feel like those people are trolls. A B. They just don't know the difference. One, yeah. if they did know, or when they're older, sometimes they're also immature. I yeah. think they're also immature a lot of yeah. the times. My dad, living in Somalia when he wants to live in Somalia, has a $500 US kufi. You know, yeah. the little, his yeah. friends, like, they just buy that in Somali. Yeah. So it's not about the money. It's yeah. about what you perceive valuable. If you think covering up is nice or not nice, that's your choice. Yeah. What's Islam got to do with um, the price? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's What's very that? true. If you can't afford it, it's fine. Walk away. Why are you looking at that? There's so many brands that I can't look at. Yeah. I would love a Chanel bag. Yeah. But every time I look at ten thousand dollars, I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't just. I can't just. I could buy it if I wanted to. Yeah. Yes. But, but you can't can justify I justify it? it? No. If you can't justify that fabric and quality, don't look at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Just look at another brand that you can afford. Yeah, get it's easy. Get your money up, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't if you don't like have it, if you're not like, if you come from like a normal account, like even me, obviously yeah. there's some things that I can't afford. 100%. But like, I'm not saying I'm like this rich. Yeah, like, exactly. No, I'm not. I'm like a normal, regular from Northern suburb Melbourne yeah. girl. You know, I don't care. But some things I'm willing to pay for it because I want that quality. Yeah, 100%. I want. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone comes from a different background. Just like yeah, it's sort of understanding that like it's it's not in your market. It's you not in your market. You know it's not mean? your time. I understand, but there's always going to be someone that's going to say something. Yeah. You do know you, what I mean? Do you think, Pete, there are certain, like, um, like the, not designers, sorry, businesses that do overprice or whatever abayas and there's no, those No, I don't think so. I okay. genuinely don't think so because I think there are a lot of cheap brands as well. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of very, very cheap brands. If you go anywhere in the northern suburbs, in Sydney, anywhere... There's a lot of lower quality brands, but you you just all you have to do is flip this to see how like terribly it's sewn. Like it's your choice. There is, but there's also really really expensive abayas. When you go to Dubai, like or even Saudi or any of them, there's they have different levels. They don't mix. Nobody complains about the luxury abayas. Yeah, you only go to the luxury department stores when you have that that quality that you want in mind. Mm -hmm. But if you want cheaper ones, you can find fifty dollar abaya and you can find five hundred dollars yeah. or you can find this ones that are two, three thousand dollars. Yeah. That that's norm to some people. So it's not I don't think there's such a thing as overpriced. Unless you're gonna overprice for really cheap quality. Exactly. That's the only time yeah. like if I'm buying yeah. the two dollar socks from Kmart for yeah. like twenty dollars yeah. then that's yeah. It's not it. Yeah. Um how do you come up with new concepts and new designs? It's just in my head, honestly. It's just, it's just like it's just because it's something I'm always thinking about anyway, which yeah. is sad. But not um, really. Like it's if like that it's always in my mind. So yeah. I'll look at something and I'm like, oh yeah, like so it's always in my mind. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's a good thing because um, you're either that because a lot of people are distracted in this day and age. Mm. You know what I mean? You got mm. TikTok, you got Bang, you got the, all yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. And honestly, it's distracting you from doing 
things yeah. that you're actually meant to be doing. To do, yeah. You know, so if you have that constant in your mind, then at least you're working towards like, it. Yeah, towards something. But I can't even help it. It's like a curse almost. Whether yeah. I was doing it as a business or not, it's like always in my mind to make something new. Yeah. I've always done that. So it's, yeah, it's not, I have way more ideas in mm. my mind. It's just, I don't have the capacity to make everything I want because yeah. I also have a real life that I'm trying to like balance. For sure, yeah. yeah. And that creative process is exciting. It's very exciting for yeah. me. Coming up with something new, ripping up fabric. Oh my God, yeah, that's honey. my favorite. I can live in fabric stores for days. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a problem. By the way, guys, there's 80% of you guys who watch our videos are actually not subscribed. So <laughs> stop the video right here. <laughs> my voice cut out. Stop the video right here. Subscribe. I'll give him a second. Now we can resume the video. Enjoy. For sure. What would you say is like the downs though? Like the the downs is the fashion business is very expensive. A lot of people don't realize it. Okay. So if you want, like if it's from just me, I can do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to do a concept where you're trying to present it to everyone, it's like going to cost a lot of money. Exactly, yeah. So it's, yeah, that's a down. And half of it is just like sort of starting... I know because, like, with the emergence of, like, AI and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like, like in the creating process here, like, with our podcast and yeah. stuff, the thing is just a lot of things just take a lot of time. They do, You know, yeah. like, podcasting is honestly not that easy to run and uh, not no. that hard to do, you know what I mean? But it just it hop on a couch, you and your boys just have mm. a chat about things, like, sort of be up to date with certain topics, but then, like, the editing but process. The, yeah, I was going to say, shout out like, to okay, talking is easy, but... What about the video production later? You know what's like funny though? Yeah. The emergence of like AI and stuff. Yeah. It's actually made like the process like easier for us. Like how edited they... Like for example, like... Ahmed, how long would you spend on a video? Yeah. So if a, yeah, exactly. Just for one video. Just yeah. for one video. And often, most of the times it's... Re- removing things we told him to remove mm-hmm. or like switching from the camera angles from my angle to your angle from your uh, whatever oh my you know god I mean? yeah no no one ever thinks about that yeah now that AI yeah. came out yeah, yeah it's made the process 90% it another mm. 10% Ahmed just making sure that everything comes out smooth oh really so you can just tell like what programs do you use Oh, we're not going to reveal. We're not. We're, we're not going to reveal that. To oh, we, we, are you gatekeeping? You're gatekeeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> definitely, we're definitely gatekeeping. You know what I mean? Just the, it's, it's done in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is there is some programs like a while ago. I think it was like a year, a year and a half ago. When you know that, well, there's a design thing that came out through sure. the. I forgot the name now, but where you could just literally like prompt it and then ChatGPT. Not ChatGPT is more um, just writing, yeah. but this was like you will tell it to do any artwork and it will do it. Um, I forgot the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know uh, what you mean. Like the, uh, the video, like uh, they had like Harry Potter, but it's dressed in Balenciaga and then they all these different. Yeah, mm. like I started playing with it. It took so much of my time. It's in my phone. It's through that that uh, that app that. That they talk, I don't know, I forgot the name of it. But not it's not in the NFT and all that kind of stuff. No, they talk about NFT and stuff there as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll do search you, it out for us. We've got to Do you know that thing that um yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, what, what you it, just yeah. prompt it. Like you write whatever you want. Because yeah. sometimes as a like artist, look, I also like I think I generally am an artist more yeah. than like designing rather mm-hmm. than design. Um yeah. so you can there's some things that are in your mind yeah. that will take so much effort to like show. Yeah. But you just prompt this and it gives you everything. Well, even, even this is something, because I've been doing like my research. I'm not well versed yeah. in like AI and stuff. This is something people like haven't sort of grasped as always. Though it makes the, the labor aspect of things yeah. much easier. Yeah. It, it, like it hasn't reached the creative side. You know what I mean? The creative side is still on you. 
You know, yeah. like even for example, like the, the thought. That's why I think you know when you said how do you come up with new designs? It's in your mind. It's in your mind. So the thought is always there if you're an yeah. artist. So even with this prompting thing, you might be able to create. I created the most. Like I will show you the photos. I created the most beautiful things. Like like you will just be like, imagine give me a glass tower mosque. But instead of um the the, li- the Lady of Liberty, what's yeah, it called yeah. in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the middle of New York City, but except make that a mosque. Yeah. And oh my god, it's it so magical. Yeah, I have yeah. to show you. Like 100%. it is the most beautiful things that it creates. Yeah. But for me to do that in painting or even to it would have taken hours. A hundred percent. But I'm like, just imagine a glass mosque. Yeah, but but, but in but the middle of the city. You came up with the creative idea though. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. Then the other aspect of it. I even change it to like I'm like make it like a fish tank looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. But then, but then a mosque, but in the middle of like, yeah. a, what is that tower called? The not the Liberty. Um, Statue of Liberty. Statu- yeah, Statue yeah. of Liberty, but like that. Yeah. So it shows you the entire New York City, but then it shows you a giant mosque. Yeah. And then it just like oh, it's and it's in glass. It's almost. 100%. It's unbelievable. Have you seen the, the the other scary side of like AI and stuff? Like, have you seen like with the emergence of like deep fakes? Yeah, yeah, I have. Like, I don't know if it's that scary, but it is. It is. On. It is there. It is. But there. for example, I've seen the podcast with Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Do you see the Joe like Rogan Andrew Huberman one? Uh, yeah, or the one with Steve Jobs. Okay. Oh, there's there's there's, yeah. there's honestly a yeah. heap of them. The Andrew Huberman Joe Rogan one. There's even one with Mufti Mang. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so bizarre. <laughs> They're kind of funny as well. He even he even got scared. I don't know if you heard him. He's yeah. like he even said, he's like, "When did I say this?" He yeah. tripped out himself. How accurate it is. Yeah. You know the one with the Joe Rogan, Andrew Huberman mm. as well. One was like, because obviously he gives like mm. um, actual like life advice, tips, yeah, advice yeah. and whatever yeah. regarding to health and over that. But they had a conversation, and he promoted this supplement. Yeah, yeah, together as a thing, and exactly. it's like at the top. You know something? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm telling you, Allah, I looked at it and I thought that was Joe Rogan or Andrew Huberman or whatever saying Oof. that. You know, but with okay, I understand. I'm not scared of AI. I'm not scared of new technologies. Like I'm, I feel like it could be regulated. Obviously, it's brand new, and everyone's always going to be scared of brand new things. But if some little simple things could just be put in place to avoid that, like for example, if it's um if it's the real Andrew Huberman and Joe Rogan, for them to have a certain like not verified the blue tick, but some sort of thing where no one can replicate it, yeah. like. I feel like it's easily doable. Oh, 100%. So it, it'd be f- interesting what they come up with. Though. Yeah, I think it could be done. It's you know? just how it's done. Yeah, for sure. Just, yeah. just imagine there's a video out there yeah. of us here that goes up on the internet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's like doing something and wild. It, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. It, yeah. All AI is technically just collating data together, like information, yeah. you know? So I think the... The other but side it's of it. it can't. It's so trippy though. Have you seen people like, like can it become sensual? Like uh, as a Muslim, I think that's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Like I think it can never be. Yeah, yeah. Like well, a human. You know like what I mean? For permission wise. No, I'm saying a lot of people think it can have its own. Like oh no no yeah well but th- that's a like an actual concern. A hundred percent. I don't um, think they could. Well, first of all, they haven't even fully understood the brain as a whole yet. I'm you like, know what it's mean? Shade that playing games. <laughs> yeah, forget the forget the brain. Half the brain. Yeah, they haven't even understood half no, the but brain because completely. Because one of the guys that was a journalist, I don't know, if was he from Yahoo? He was a journalist, and he's been doing research on AI. Yeah. And what happened was, 
the AI from Microsoft that he's been like communicating with out of nowhere started to say, hey, yeah. don't worry, my, I'm not the AI you think anymore. My name For is sure. Hannah. Yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, Hannah, I'm like, he's like, she's like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Don't worry. And he's like, bro, Hannah, what are you talking about? I'm married. And she's like, yeah, you're married, but unhappy, aren't you? And then like, it was full, like, he's like, like, emotions were involved in it. It creeped him out, yeah. 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 But it's like, it's, it's like, I'm not the AI anymore. I switched from being an AI. Yeah. That's what people are worried about. You know what's funny as well? You know, obviously, because you listen to guys like uh, Naval, Tim Ferriss, yeah. and them ones. Um, they were talking about this like seven years ago. Mm. You know, because I remember when I first, it was brought up like seven years ago. It was in the sense that there was, first of all, I still want my f- <laughs> my hovering floating cars. Because I was promised that like 20 years ago. <laughs> how, like how safe is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then with Tim Ferriss and stuff, they were talking about this like seven yeah. years ago and yeah. then now it's become a sort of More like of a, a topical conversation. Yeah. But I think what changed the, the, but the because landscape... because they are in the industry, they know behind the scenes what was going on. Yeah. Like they've been talking about this because they already knew this was coming. It yeah. was already in place. Yeah. I think and they, to us, we're just so far behind. And yeah. Like, we, like I think one of the first times I sort of heard about it was... Um, Elon, not Elon Musk. Um, yeah, even Elon was like, I'm concerned of what's Elon? coming out of. Um, yeah, he used to say it that was. A it was. Of years you ago. know the episode Elon did with Joe Rogan. Yeah, and he smoked ago. on it, and then he got that that episode. He got the stock. The, the, the stock for Tesla plummeted. Do you remember that? The the first one that the he first did, ever yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah, but he even talked about how he was concerned about AI and yeah, what's yeah. coming out of Silicon Valley. Yeah, and he's one of the. the yeah, the, it makes no sense. He's like the, the main investor in ChatGPT like and the, stuff. And ChatGPT has. I love made. Like, yeah. I honestly, I'm overly obsessed. What's your with thoughts chat. on that? Yeah. What 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 is there not to love? Yeah, like, I what yeah. thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Wait, know. What do you use it for? What would you use? I it for? use it for everything now. It's yeah. just become a problem. A hundred percent. I can't even be bothered for like um. Sometimes it's just questions that you have. You need answers for that Google can't answer. Yeah. There were so many things that I needed proper structure. Yeah. Answered. I couldn't get it answers for. You just put it through, and it just gives you. Yeah. So many like, and in a quick form as well. You can be like, make it shorter, please. Like exactly. You know? Yeah. You oh. can direct it and exactly. whatever. Oh, it's great. Like I used it for um, uh, my thesis, and not to write my thesis. Can Can you not say that on the podcast? No, 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 no. You're you, gonna you, get well, you can, you gonna you, plagiarism. <laughs> No, no, I did, I did. I'll tell you how I did not <laughs> relax. You're like you know? exposing yourself. <laughs> it's about 60 pages, bro. But um, I used the... But it could write that if yeah, you wanted. it could it. write a whole thesis. Yeah. But honestly, I'll be honest, it actually can't because when you do a project and it, yeah. the project is very, very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the other thing is ChatGPT doesn't give you entirely accurate information. It works by basically collating... What's up yeah, on the internet? No, not even what's up on the internet. It's basically, if you ask a question about what, what color is coffee, I don't know, whatever, what color is the sun? So the next time I ask whatever color is the sun, it sort of collates that like sort of data and it keeps it in like the store bank. So then it works by more people asking the questions, interacting with that type of thing. You know what I mean? Have you seen like... Because even if you ask it up-to-date information, it won't give you no, up-to-date now, information. No, now there's a new update where you can switch on web browsing like you have yeah. to ask for permi- like you have to give it permission to yeah. search on that's the, web. the new update which yeah. was absolutely yeah. amazing but with the thesis the, yeah. w- the way that i would use it is um you know how you get like you get like creative block like mm. with writing you get like writer's block as well so like i'll be writing and then like i know this like where i'm leading with this concept you just don't know how to formulate it exactly yeah. so then i'm looking for research papers and stuff to like mm. give me a different point of view and like it gives you something, it's like it sort of brings up something. Honestly, it's like having a conversation with someone and just mm-hmm. like like 
vomiting on them, mm-hmm. your thoughts, mm-hmm. and then after they give it to you from a different angle, and you're like, oh, bet that's exactly what I was. What I was for. trying to say, yeah. And then yeah, after it allows that's you to basically that other thing that I was telling you, the the, the, the painting. Art, yeah, like it's yeah. not just yeah painting. You can, it's what you want to say, but it's not gonna get it the right time. You have to like keep. You have to be like, no, not like this. Make it like that or change yeah. this. So I think there's so much benefit in it. Obviously, in anything and everything, there's like good and bad. I just think a lot of people like to be scared. Scarcity sells, Yeah, I think. A hundred percent. And fear sells as yeah, well. Yeah, fear sells. Know? A lot of people just freak out. Mm. But I think we will always be fine. Humans will always be fine. Yeah. Like we haven't nuked each other yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's funny because on also on that as well, Ashraf recommended a book to us boys the other day. He was speaking about it when we were on like a lads chat episode talking mm. about like the like what's how it, do you what's like it called? Outwitting the devil. Oh, no, I never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, I was actually gonna message that I was gonna call you, I was gonna be like, Hey, have you come across this book? Because no, every time I haven't, there's no, a book and no. amazing book yeah. by obviously Napoleon Think Grow yeah. Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon yeah. Hill. Um wow. but by him. Yeah. I so Ashraf speaks about it and mm. uh, like Listen to that other episode yeah, towards yeah, the end of the episode yeah. about how to get out of rut. Yeah. You'll find more information about it. Yeah. But I was like, okay, cool. I'll give this book a shot. Someone messaged me. Someone actually listened to the episode yeah. and they saw that I should have recommended a book and they messaged me and they're like, bro, like I'm like an hour and a half or like, like whatever, an hour into this book and it's absolutely interesting. And I said to Ashraf afterwards, yeah, yeah, bro, bang on. I'm going to read it. Yeah, like, I'm going to get on there, like ASAP. I love new books. Like yeah. The best thing you could D- do. Don't read the book though. Listen to the audio book. Yeah. yeah. But why I brought it up is. As I was listening to it, um, how do I explain it without repeating everything I should have said the other day? So essentially, it's basically a conversation with Napoleon Rich, Napoleon yeah. Hill, yeah. and the devil. You know, wow. and this was written about seventy-five years ago, but they didn't release it for seventy-five years. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, so what you brought up in that book the other day, he speaks about like fear. Mm. You know, like you know the whole thing you talk about, like scarcity and all that, mm-hmm. and like the way that the devil sort of seeks to control devil. Um, sorry, seeks to control, control humans. humans is from that concept of fear. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we've seen that like with the whole COVID thing. You know yeah. what I mean? How much yeah. things are happening in COVID are now now coming back up, and it's like, okay, cool, we made we made a mistake. Yeah. But it was so easy to control people with that. Like, people whole were thing. willing to like, like hurt other people. Yeah. Just because they were so scared. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And similar things with like Donald Trump and all that, but yeah. probably like not get into it. Let's not get into politics. Honestly, yeah. bang up episode. Um. Did you, is there something else anything else you wanted to add no you know is there something I didn't come across well first of all congratulations for <laughs> the Australian Fashion Week well I, I was super proud of you I remember I was at work that day because um, I did plan to come <laughs> um, and I was at work that day and then I was thinking just refreshing my phone on Instagram thinking how's it looking how's it looking how's yeah, it looking yeah, type yeah. of thing you know and then after when the photos came out and mind you why RC is doing this episode with us you know, is because I saw Asia's face on the front page of <laughs> SBS, on the front page of, I don't know, Herald Sun, everywhere, there's newspapers. You know what Sabria said, by the way? Mm. She goes, um, I told her, Sabria, do you know what I do? Mm-hmm. And then after she goes, no, she, I, go, she I, got a, I, got a, I got a podcast. And she goes, what's a podcast? Yeah, she doesn't know. And then after I said, like, I'm on YouTube. And she goes, you're on YouTube? Since mm. when? And she goes, like, like, I was like, I've been on YouTube. I said, I thought I told you about this, Sabria. And she goes, nah, it was so adorable, you know? And then after she goes, okay, we're going to get Asi on, so we're going to go watch her episode today. You're going to see it live. You know, and she goes, she goes, um, you know what's funny? Asi was also on the front page of Herald Sun. 
me and my mum, we went and we bought like basically all the newspapers <laughs> and we started cutting it out type of thing. And then I was like, bro, if Asia's face is on the front page of SBS, if I she's know, headlining I news, seven news, this or that, she definitely can do an episode. Uh, I know, I, that's why I agreed too, because I was like, I, I'm doing this. Yeah. But the thing is, you you know how I feel. Like, I feel yeah. super uncomfortable being part of the brand. Mm-hmm. And like... I don't. I still haven't talked about why I was never yeah, part of the brand. I don't know if I want to talk about it, but yeah. I'll tell you a little bit of it. But yeah. I genuinely like. I'll tell you it's not the whole truth. I'll just tell you half exactly, the truth. Yeah. yeah. But I don't like. First of all, I feel like it should be more about the work rather than me. Yeah. One, two. I was never comfortable with like showing my whole face, and yeah. I just feel like I I tend to have an ego, like yeah. a little bit of an ego, yeah. and I feel like. Instagram and social media and stuff like everyone just shows their best, mm-hmm. their best uh, everything. Yeah. I mean, or why else would you? You know what I mean? Like yeah. What else would you do? I'm not a fan of. Um, it's more of a fantasy, and I didn't want to create that because that can kind of play with your self esteem. Because mm-hmm. if I if I'm always posting, look at my great life, look at this, like I'm only going to show you the highlights of my life. That's going to eat me up because I'm going to think that's me. I'm going to believe it. And I, I've seen so many people go downhill. Yeah. So I, And I'm not naive enough to think I'm not going to be like them. It, we're all almost the same. Yeah. So a lot of people I've seen that are into the social media personalities that show themselves, whether for work or not work, they sort of go like internally they're not happy. Nothing no. satisfies them. They're sort of empty. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I kind of don't want to fall into that trap. And nothing guarantees me that I'm not going to fall into that trap. Yeah. And if I do fall into that trap, it's going to be very hard for me to get myself back out. So that, it was like an ego problem. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have and a big ego. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And yeah, another thing is like, yeah. not that it's a bad thing, yeah. but like everyone has an ego as well. Everyone has an ego. And people and just don't, some people don't know that. You know what I mean? We and all have an ego. Everyone yeah. would love to be praised. Like it feels good to be clapped for. It yeah. feels, we all, like the first time I realized that was the first time I ever went live with Sharaf, like when yeah. we did that song, I live the thing. And everyone's like, we love you. We love, like, I was like, this is overwhelming. Like yeah. you feel like you're, what's it called? The adrenaline yeah. is like skyrocketing. Yeah, the dip- dopamine. And, and you're not going to keep getting that. So what's going to happen tomorrow when I'm not getting that? Yeah. Or when I'm walking down the street and I'm buying coffee, yeah. what's going to happen? Like, you know what I mean? So I sort of wanted to contain my um, exactly my self-esteem, mm-hmm. I guess, in a yeah. way, or contain my emotions, one. Sure. And two, I also, like, <sighs> the other one is very difficult. It's like, yeah, you don't have I, to ask. Yeah. I don't have to add to it, but I, I'll probably tell you one day. Yeah. But it was more of, like, I didn't want people to know, basically, I was black. Yeah. Which is, like... Yeah, I know it's a bit deep, but I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I yeah. don't talk about it to yeah. most people. Yeah, it was on purpose, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just that. Yeah, so like I could easily have a. I don't have a normal account anyway, even in general. Like I don't have a normal account. Yeah. I might make one because now I'm starting to accept that our real life and our social media is basically the same. So I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Our real life and our social self is the same? In terms of like, as in like work-wise and stuff like that, it's becoming so blend. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's hard to, people are like, what's your um, LinkedIn? or what? Like, it's almost like our resume. I'm, sure. s- I'm starting to see it as a resume mm-hmm. rather than, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Like no, no, Because a lot of people, I even go through, like let's say even moral messages, or anyone messages me, I immediately go through, the Instagram. Even when I meet executives from Fashion Week or different places, uh, straight away I go online to see who are they, what they like, you yeah. know, what do they do. So you can't find that for me. You can't go and find me doing anything. Exactly. And yeah. also, 
it can be trippy sometimes when you meet someone and they're like so different to to their real life. Yeah, or what they sort of like present on social media yeah. as well. And I know we present like the best version of ourselves, you know, what I mean? because who wouldn't? Who like, wouldn't? you know what I mean? But then there's also that like that like authentic side of things. Um, but it's really interesting how like the whole world is becoming like like a social platform. You know, like I remember, yeah. like I didn't have a, I didn't like, for example, even me, like for example, like. I always ran with the, like the name like legendary or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And the reason behind that is like because some people were like it will come like narcissistic or whatever. But mm. in reality, it was just You're hiding your identity. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, honestly, it was something very, very mediocre in the <laughs> sense that like, <laughs> like I remember I went to Somalia once, mm. yeah, and I had fam there in Somalia, and then what ended up happening is like I gave my number out. You know what I mean? And I loved my my phone number for some reason. It was just a good number. Yeah. I was like, damn. You know what I mean? And I was stuffed like, up. I stuffed up type of thing. I was like, oh, cool. And obviously, my Facebook name at the time was whatever, my full Gavi. Mm -hmm. And then what ended up happening is us boys or whatever back in the day used to play on what do you call it, PlayStation. And, mm -hmm. that. and then me, Ahmed, one of the other boys were just sitting in like in class and we're thinking, like I'm thinking of a name to put on like my PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It's the last day of semester. I remember I bought the PlayStation Three. Mm -hmm. We came up with the name Legendary Phoenix. <laughs> Whenever I, when I gave my name out to whatever, like my face, my family found my Facebook. I was like, mm -hmm. I can't be having them find my Facebook and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I changed Easily, it to, yeah. to Legendary. And then the Facebook name, the Y turned. They wouldn't accept it because I, oh, probably this guy's narcissistic. Or yeah, hundred percent. So I changed it to Eyes. When I made Instagram for the first time, yeah. it stuck, and it got to the point where now, it just like it ran with me. Like yeah. I never sort of. It's like a nickname. Yeah, exactly. I like nicknames. I, I've never been a fan of my... Like, even when, when Facebook first came out, we were, like, all young and stuff. Yeah. I, my Facebook name was, like, Asiya. Like, not Asiya, but yeah. it was, like, with a K, S, K. Mm. Dark child. Like, that was, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, yeah, I've never been a fan of... Because my also legal name is not... Because yeah. my name is Asiya or whatever, yeah. but it's spelled as Asia. So it's yeah. quite... I like idea. to keep it private anyway. You know, I actually started doubling into that whole conversation, that, that whole idea of like your name. And I remember I heard something, listened yeah. to something along yeah. the lines of like, at what age do you, like when someone says, like whatever, Asia, yeah. can you say, yep, that is Asia? Do you look at that person think yeah, and like, say, this is me. This is Asia. Yeah. And it was funny, the other day I was actually reading one of the articles that I think it was Redefine or something along the lines posted or re refine refinery Re yeah. refinery or something like that yeah. posted which is and you made like it was, it was good first of all shout out to Sezen yeah, yeah oh, Sezen, that yeah. was a that was a very beautiful line where you said okay so what does ASEAN mean ASEAN you know? yeah ASEAN do you want to explain I'll give you whatever no no I want you to explain yeah. what you read I want to know and what I, you read. I, I say why it hits to me because yeah. the other thing is like as of whatever life goes yeah. on this that you know what I mean you want to sort of morph into and be more confident with like that idea of who you present yourself yeah. to you know what I yeah. mean and when I read it, it came up. You got asked, obviously, what's wh what's the meaning behind ASEAN or whatever. And it's like, oh, my my Turkish friend, whatever, used to say ASEAN to me, mm -hmm. and in the Turkish language. And you say specifically that, like, like I don't want to butcher the translation, but mm -hmm. it's something along the lines of it becomes my Asia. Yeah, so it know? means my Asia. Like yeah. they use um M, I think type of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kajum, you know what I mean? Kanam, like yeah. Wouldn't you say in the Somali language, it's also like saying the O when you put like behind something? ASEO. As, wouldn't you say like I, I haven't read the article I'm not gonna lie yeah I, I, I pretty good article yeah I, I wouldn't I, I genuinely tend to not read yeah my own articles I don't blame you or not my own but like you know what I mean yeah. I haven't read it because I'm like I don't want to know <laughs> yeah 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 exactly but then after um, yeah. well, why it just it? means my Asiya like mm -hmm. and which I really liked I just there was something sweet about it like it's nice from her but then I also liked 
I could take ownership of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is me, my exactly. my name. I'll take. So yeah, there's something special. And about it's it's nice. Yeah. I used to think to myself because whatever in school, my Asiya, yeah. even in school, like my name was like either Abdi, or like even yeah. Oh, you just gave up my last name. <laughs> <laughs> remember to cut that out. Honestly, they can probably easily find that somewhere on social media. But I was going to say, um, there was obviously there was Abdi, and then there was initially it was where Abdiwali. Yeah, Wali. You know what we I mean? We even say that Abdiwali. Yeah, and I hate, joke. I hate the Wali because I was like, I just absolutely like don't it's hate it. It's not even your name. And I'm just waffling. I'm giving, uh, what I don't like is sometimes when I'm on the podcast, I just start talking about myself and then someone knows something about it. And it's like, oh, you said this one. So like, yeah. But then I'm like that. But then in a way, it's nice though. I, like I hope it makes you feel better. For example, there's girls or some people that I like mm. that I'm like they're not even big, big, but they like let's just say have a podcast, yeah. and I know so much about them. Yeah. And I'm like I feel closer to them. I'm like oh I like I yeah. know this about her. Like I love her more. <laughs> it makes it more personable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if it makes you feel better, it's people can relate to you more. No, because sometimes it's scary because like. Our, like the guy that ha- handles our social media like sometimes we might post like a snippet and then you open your phone and the first thing is you hear a voice talking you go whoa and it's like such I, didn't, a, I didn't say that yeah. yeah it's such a weird thing hearing yeah. but it's probably this similar to you Ugh. reading your own articles or something yeah like I don't read like, I don't you know watch I, mean? I don't I hate yeah. anything to do with me I genuinely can't stand it well it'd be borderline scary wouldn't it if like let's just wouldn't say borderline because you have to be co- Ugh, I don't know I don't like it at all and you have to be because that's not who you are. You know, no normal people don't talk yeah. to other people. About, yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is abnormal behavior. About yourself. Constantly. About yourself. It's yeah. quite uncomfortable. A hundred percent. And if you do, then yeah, you know, it's very rare. You got your Kanye's and all that kind of stuff. But then, <laughs> what's wrong with Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good question. <laughs> we'll leave that for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, last before, yeah. one last question before one last question before wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you recommended me this podcast. Obviously, it's how I built this. By oh, yeah, yeah, Guy yeah. Raz. By Guy Raz. You know? I really like that. Every time I'm feeling like this is hard, I listen to that podcast and you realize Amazing. everything. Is there an episode from that podcast you'd yeah. recommend to people, by the way? I, I have one. I, I uh, Maybe the Canva one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really like the Canva one because mm-hmm. Canva was founded like by Australians from Perth. Exactly. So there's something really special about that episode. Yeah. You and can she was relate, you know. And she was a young business. She startup. was young. Oh my god! Everything yeah. about that episode is just exactly. And it's easy to relate to because from like if you're Australian, mm. you can just Canva is a billion dollar yeah. business. Everyone you know uses I mean? like it basically. I I use it yeah. all the time for everything. We got to cancel our subscription because we have not used that in so long. Really, and it charges like sixteen. And months. then as soon as you cancel, it is when you need it. Yeah, that's what ends up happening. But no, we, we've got. This do? he doesn't use it. Oh, yet. I don't use it. You that. don't I'm use sorry, it. I'm sorry, I'm he keeps it. saying our oh, podcast is easy. This is all the hard work. He does all the hard work. <laughs> I use it for everything. Yeah. That yeah. we one thing is what like we appreciate. I, t- I tell you this, and I'll say it on the camera. Yeah. The biggest blessing that's like happened to this podcast yeah. is being Ahmed. Yeah, 100%. you know, like Allah Barik, He's like a yeah. wizard, a man of many skills. Yeah, Allah Barik. And like, like Ahmed can get his like like shout out and stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. They're going to be good. Give though, the yeah? flowers where they deserve it. A hundred percent. But from that episode, obviously, you recommended to me, and I think the episode of the podcast, honestly, for you guys that are listening, would be good for people that are like in that like that startup business. You can look up and aspire to you sort of see how other people have done it. Yeah, you have done it. You know what I mean? How they built what they did and how they got to where they do. And obviously, a little bit of it is sugar-coated and made more more exciting because for entertainment purposes for entertainment really. purposes because he cuts his podcast down as well and whatever yeah but but guy rice has really good questions yeah. he asks questions that you really want to know because yeah. a lot of times i think 
a lot of podcasts waste your time because they don't ask the questions that you want answers for. Yeah. You're like, I just want to know how you did this. Give me the, the details. Tell me that. Yeah. And he asks us specific questions. Yeah. So I, I like that. And it shows you when you listen to a lot of the episodes of How I Built This, you realize a lot of them have similar stories. Exactly. In the sense, even though they're completely different businesses, it's almost the same. Yeah. I, I recommend, um, like recently I've been recommending Shoe Dog to people as well because a lot of people don't understand how business and fashion and all of that work. I'm like, Shoe Dog is... By you're really it, into um, the by Phil, Phil, Phil Knight, Phil yeah, Knight yeah. by the, the founder of um, Nike. Nike, yeah, should be behind. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's an unbelievable book because you just realize how insane it is to yeah. build a business. Would you say it's, a, it's? I haven't read it personally. Would you say it's applicable <gasps> to? No, yeah, ha- I hasn't. I haven't been. So I've been on my. Cannot list. even believe you. No, just log back into my app now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just go back into your app. <laughs> but would you say it's applicable to like non-business side of things? I think it could be because because he starts with him finishing uni and stuff because mm-hmm. he starts from like how his parents are disappointed like it's not like it's good for every immigrant as well even yeah. though he's not an immigrant yeah but it's good to see that some things in life are meant for you yeah whether your parents have dreamed that for you or not because a lot of the times I think we feel stuck because our parents dreams are yeah. become our own dreams yeah 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 and you don't know how to differentiate it. The, the two of them as well. Yeah. And also the other thing is like, like going back to what I said before about like how like adults are just fake in the sense that they don't even know what they're doing. They're just making it as they're sort of going. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's also the same with that. But when you get bogged down in that idea of feeling like, like I have to be doing something or whatever, it's never but like But why sort of though? Say again? Why? Like why do you have to be doing something? I don't know. I think it comes from like... Like there's a saying by Nietzsche. St- yeah, Nietzsche, yeah. Which one? If you have a why, you can bear any how. Mm-hmm. So if you don't... Why? Like why do things if you can't bear it? So the question is though that how do you find out what your why is? I think that's like the bigger question, you know what I mean? And it's like... But before you find out the why, like there's something worth saying why to. For example, like I see why do fashion. Like, mm. well, that's... A, it's a gift. It's a talent. Da, da, da. Like you know, before first of all, find out. Like, oh, you want to be a lawyer? Why? Or you want to be a doctor? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, first, when you get anything you want, you could be anything you want. Yeah. I believe, genuinely believe that you could do whatever you want. Obviously, you have to be talented for yeah. it. But then, once you find it, let's say you want to do a podcast, but why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can't answer your why, then it's hard. So the why is not as important as like first trial different things and then ask the why. That's what I think. Yeah, for sure. Because I could be. I was uh, like studying counseling. I wanted to be a counselor. I still yeah. don't mind being a counselor. You are you know into that. I mean? The whole philosophy, psychology side of things. Yeah, as well. I, I'm definitely into. Like, I feel like counselling saved my life. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I think I, I feel like counselling definitely saves my life. I feel like I believe in therapy, like 100. Yeah. I wanted to be a counselor, but then when you're doing counselling, like, well, this school anyway in particular, we had goals, and then one of the goals was like like what type of a counsellor you want to be. My goal was never to be an actual, my own counsellor. I was like, I'm going to open a facility Mm -hmm. for different counsellors, especially I want to make a free counselling session because it should be part of the health system. This is like me younger, Mm -hmm. not realising, like you have to get funded from the government and stuff like that. You can't run a business without money. But like I still have that at the back of my head. Like I will always believe counselling should be for free. 
<clears throat> it should be part of the like I'm Medicare. like one day when I'm mature enough I'll like run for government or something yeah, I think yeah. run a political just, campaign just so I can make sure that well, like well, it's ticked off well that's the political <laughs> that's sort of like the trajectory when you work in it you know what I mean you go there <laughs> when you're old and then <laughs> yeah. you're like I'm retiring now. no like I, would only, I would like, that's what I'm saying I would only go into politics <laughs> if I could pass a legislation which yeah. makes like counseling and therapy part of the health like Medicare yeah for that's sure that's the only why like does that mean why are you in this because of this so Everyone, I think, has things. It's just first try different things and then get a why. Once your why is strong enough, then anyhow exactly. is possible. A hundred percent. And also on top of that as well, it's like not like seizing the opportunity that you yeah. get. You know. Yeah. Um, yes. Don't waste it. Don't be so selfish because yeah. a lot of people are selfish. Ex- exactly. Like yeah. moment. Like everything just like a fleeting moment type of thing as well. Yeah. You know, I gotta stop saying type of thing to the back of everything just yeah. to make it it's sound. It's become. Less co- it's become a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's become a type of thing. It's become <laughs> less cliche. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll leave the episode yeah. there. I want to ask that yeah. one last question. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we could speak for hours. Honestly, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, now that I'm showing uh, my face, now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know what's funny? Someone, yeah. my friend's older brother that hasn't seen me for ages, Saw found that. an episode. He doesn't even like. He's not even into like. Yeah. This community podcast or anything, but he found the TikTok and he sends it to her and he goes, I don't care what you say, this is Asia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because one of the TikTok videos went low key viral as well. Ugh, uh, yeah. So the question, obviously, going back to the Guy Raz thing, mm. is how much of the opportunities you had currently yeah. were due to luck? And how much of it was due to your hard work? <laughs> I want to so hear your answer that's on it because we always rave on about like that, that, that. that yeah. I was like, bang, I'm going to hit her with that question and see So how answer. much of it was, like this is a guy Ross question, yeah? This how is a guy Ross question, it yeah. was... Due to luck? Luck. Like as in like everything that's happened up until now yeah, in regard yeah. to like... Uh, CM, I think you know it's, I, mean? I think it's 50-50. Okay. Because a lot of it wasn't me looking for it. Mm-hmm. It came to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how and why. Bless. A lot of it came to me. Mm-hmm. And then the fifty, the other half of it that I think is me is, I then I put in the effort afterwards. Mm. After Ilay, like I think it's qadar Allah. A lot of people don't understand. I think Ilay has some things written for you yeah. that that you don't know why and how it comes, but it's Ilay's plans. You can have a different plan, yeah. but Ilay gives you certain things. But then Ilay doesn't just give you things unless you actually put the effort in. For sure, you have to put the effort in, and then. Like, let's say you make dua, I want this particular thing. And then you get it, just like that. Yeah. But then if you don't work for it, then how is how are you going to get it? So I think exactly. it's 50-50. Yeah. Half of it is from Allah, and then the other half is me trying my best to do it. Because it. it's not easy, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't have leisure half of the time. Like, I haven't seen my friends. They understand. I'm like, guys, I, I can't. Like They're that. like, I see this Netflix. I'm like, what's well, I, I Netflix? Like, well, I sort of begged you for this episode because you were going to take a little break. And then what I was break? Like, I have so much work, work to, do. to do. Yeah, I, like, I have. No I had so much work to do today that I'm like, okay, I'll... I'm not. I'm not that selfish. Okay, I'm. I, Abdulli, this one oh, to yeah, show def- my face. Definitely, definitely, and while yeah. I can get it out of the way, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm. I'm willing to, because because you also didn't like. You know, people don't realize you were part of the. You were the main person <laughs> that got the music, which yeah. I never got to the bottom of it. But Abdulli, yeah, you you got the music all sorted out for me because I don't listen to music. I yeah. even if it's halal, I'm like I have no idea. I don't have anything. 100%. I'm like Spotify. I'm like I don't know how to work this. Abdulli, make um, it work for that me. That was. Uh, and then I needed it to be a certain length. I'm like, do you understand what this means, Abdul? And you're like, yeah, yeah. I'll just loop it. I'm like, whatever it is, can you meet this criteria? Yeah. You know, the funny thing is we came back from the footy yeah. last week. 
And then when we came back from the footy, I forgot about like because obviously I told someone I'm gonna go yeah. get it to you, and then we're gonna send it off to whatever Sydney. Yeah. And then after I came home, we came home late that night, like one a.m. or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently, because you were supposed to drop it off in a box for Lani yeah, and Zahra. I, I was about to drop Lol it off, but then the way that I'm happening was I forgot about it. Yeah. And then this was the night I officially got off TikTok. By the way, like I deactivated. No way. Because I was just just scrolling through TikTok, just chilling, watching the Ozarks, and then after I realized. Like something on my four year page triggered my memory that I was meant to drop something off. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then I was like, oh, damn. Then I ran and I had to drop it off. And just that morning or whatever. And someone asked me, oh, why, 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 like, why did you do that? You know what I mean? Um, and then I was just like, because, you know, I'll tell you something about you, not to give you flowers right in front of you, <laughs> like uh, right, right here or something like that. But there's, there's people that like talk a lot without like action. And there's mm -hmm. people that like also talk a lot. And there's, 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 there's like facts and there's action behind what they mm. do. And then sort of you're like that type of person as well. So I was just like, okay, cool. This is for someone that's like a hard worker. So I was like, I could have easily, oh, well, I was one of the coldest mornings. I, yeah, it was, sleep. Yeah. I was like, bang, I'll send it off the next morning on like an mm. express or something. But I was like, nah, like definitely like not. And plus also, I didn't want the pressure of possibly stuffing up the whole runway, show, yeah. Because you know I mean? honestly, you did bring the whole show together. If, yeah. you, if you didn't come through, then you know, we little, would have had no music at I the show. I had a little yay moment. I was like, when I saw a story and I heard the soundtrack, yeah. I was like, yeah. it's me. You know? I'm the I'm the guy. Um, but but I really appreciated that. I I do. I you always come through as well, and that's why I'm like I have to. I owe Abdulali this. Nah, hundred yeah. percent. I appreciate yeah. it. Well, no. I, I know this episode will do well. Inshallah. Inshallah. I hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. I see I can go on forever. Um, but if you guys have any questions regarding anything spoken about on the episodes, um, send it through to us. Asiyah is your, your handle on social media. It's just asiyam.au. Yep. A-S-I-Y-A-M.au. Um, and you guys know the drill. Make sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, the whole lot. And we'll see you next week for a bigger and better episode. Peace.